All right, looks like we're live. Here he, here he, ladies and gentlemen. I know people are going to start popping up right now, but I haven't podcasted in a while, and we're past due for this shit. And what better way to bring the shit back than to bring in my my homie, my brother from another, my my music guru, my I don't even know what to call it. Uh, my dude, man. Uh, Mr. Rod Pantoja. Yes, Still yes, rats. Yes. What's what up, up, brother? What's cracking, man? There, I'm all here, there, and nowhere. <laughs> Fuck, no shit, huh? Fucking everything's uh, popping off outside. Sounding like the Gaza Strip, bro. I, I know. I don't know how it is over wow. in your side of the woods, but. I almost. Oh, dude, it's like. I mean. Like Kuwait outside. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's like Afghanistan. But hey, thanks for coming on, man. You're the only member I didn't get to because scheduling reasons. You guys are trying to survive, trying to do the goddamn thing because of this pandemic. And we already went through that bullshit. Now we got to go through it again, probably. Um, oh, it's happening. It's going down. Because as you know, shit's going to close down for another, what, 30 days? You guys. Where am Wear a mask. Damn. Of course. I mean, I don't. I don't like to get into that because you already, you already know what rabbit hole gets in. I'm here to talk fucking music with you, bro. Because that's one thing. My, my makeup ain't gonna get messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing for sure. Every time you and I connect, that's the only thing we we start. We start the conversation off. If it's not that, it's Ultimate Fighting Championship or anything MMA. We'll get into uh, all that. Old school pro wrestling. Uh, uh, definitely yeah. That. And then, of course, like, like you, you were the first. Let, let me just explain something too before we get into your introduction. You were the first person that told me about Tigers of Pantane. Oh, Jesus. British rock, uh, heavy metal band. Knew and I didn't know there was a wave of that for a while because all I knew from, from, uh, from the UK was, uh, was Iron Maiden. And and Motorhead. Um, I mean, Led Zeppelin wasn't really metal to me. It was rock and roll, no. um, but metal. Like I was like, and that's that's one question I'll ask you um, later because I always wanted to get your take on if heavy metal is the sibling or is it the I don't know. Is it the cousin? Is it the wife? Is it the husband of rock and roll? That's one thing I can never ever like really narrowed down because it's its own style that just kind of like it's a, manifests it's a hard quite that's a hard question to answer but yeah i mean it's i mean it, yeah it, it's mm, that's to me it was well metal metal has different because you have like a band like judas priest where yeah. you kind of took the you kind of took the blues out like you you didn't have the blue that's that was straight but then you have, I'll, I'll show you the greatest band of all time. Let me see. Of course. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I cannot disagree with you on that. Greatest band of all time. That That's why, like, when I discovered Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden at the same time, it was, they weren't so polar opposite, Rod. They were, they were two siblings, brother and brother. There were two well, brothers. Were you? I was seven, and that was in 1986 that I discovered them. 
You're obviously older than me. You've probably been more immersive. Not that, Not that I know that that much, but you, I mean, let's, let's start from the beginnings for, for new listeners that well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, this. don't really in, know who Rod 80, is. 86 and 86. Yeah. I saw Maiden live. Oh, I hate you. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I hate was, you. That was probably mm. like my 800th concert by then. Anyways, ask what were you doing? No. So let's start from the beginning. Like how, I'll ask you this. What inspired you to play guitar? And if if that, I don't even know if that was your first instrument. No, it was my third. Your third. Um, so what was your first one? Yeah. How did it all start with this music? So show? like everybody else, like yeah. you're in third, fourth grade and you want to be in the school band because yeah. you, you get to take home an instrument. So trombone, that was my first trombone. instrument. Trombone. And it's funny because it all... You, as the story progresses, you'll see how it all kind of connects. Okay. So my music class at school, I couldn't figure out the positions. And as big of a dude as I am, I had small arms when I was younger. For some reason, <laughs> I, I grew. So I could never reach that position. So yeah. I couldn't quite hit the note. So I remember ooh, fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. And I used to... Um, Chuck's my uncle Chuck his band yeah. used to rehearse at our house when we were kids, and another friend of ours, Ed Degani, you know Ed, yeah, Eddie Degani. He he would he had a drum set in the yeah. in our it was my grandfather's garage that they would rehearse in, and then I wanted to I started playing drums. That's what I wanted to be. Wow. I wanted to be a drummer. A drummer. Yeah. I, I didn't want to I didn't want to play guitar. That I wanted to be a drummer. So I would go back there and beat away that's what i was hoping to be but growing up in apartments you (laughs) (laughs) tell me about it dude you keep your shit in somebody else's garage it's not happening so (laughs) coming right yeah coming home from school one day yeah i used to i would where my school was i lived maybe four blocks to the right my grandma lived like four blocks to the left so I just, I didn't want to go to my grandma's. I go, I'm going home. I'm walking. I have a trombone in my hand and I keep slapping my leg with it because it's doing this, you know? <laughs> it's like, so little did I know my mom is like driving right behind me. And yeah. I just, yeah. I just threw the motherfucker on the ground. And just, Bam. I don't even <laughs> want it no more. So she was, she was like, what, what, like, what's up with that? Yeah. So I go, man, I don't want to do this. Blah, blah. She's like, get in the car. We drive to the nearest pawn shop. Yeah. And she she buys me this like Gibson SG $50 copy thing. And the rest is hysterical. I mean, history. Really? Because that was like. No, no, no. That's for your hair. You want to comb your hair? You want to comb your hair? Go. Oh, <laughs> hey, your your audio got hijacked by I think Alex. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. That was cute. I, I lost for a second. What happened? <laughs> you 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 left off at um uh the uh right before what were you just saying? Because I got so distracted with what just awesome. happened right now. <laughs> What happened? I don't even know what happened. It was, uh, I, I heard Alex's voice. 
Oh, in the uh, through the headphones. That's so weird. Maybe she got paired to, to a device. Oh, maybe I heard what happened. Uh, what happened? <laughs> oh, that was that was oh, the pawn shop. Yes, yeah, the pawn shop. Uh, okay, shout out yeah, to so, Farvo, man. Thanks, Steven. Oh, good, good, looking, good looking out. So <laughs> <laughs> I got fireworks popping in the background, dude. Oh, dude. You get that? <laughs> I got, I got, the, I got the baby upstairs, like on on five different phones, probably, <laughs> probably linking in to all these things. Oh, the life uh, of a father! It's awesome, dude. So so good. We love you, Alex. We go, to, we go to the pawn shop, and I get this guitar, and I'm like, so I, I call, I call my my parents were divorced, so yeah. I call my dad. I'm like. Dad, I just got a guitar. Cool. Like, are you going to take lessons? What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. So basically I learned on my own listening yeah. to music and then on the going back and forth to my dad's house, like, and like, cause he literally just gave me his whole vinyl collection. Like, wow, that's month. awesome, dude. So okay. it's crazy Go, going through. So I'm going to give you a little musical, my musical history. All right. All right. So as I started playing, my dad, I would be like, because I was fucking metal, bro. Yeah. I was like fucking Wasp and Slayer and <laughs> Metallica and yeah. Maiden, Sabbath. So then my dad was, I mean, my dad actually saw Sabbath in the early 70s, saw Zeppelin and all that. Oh, gosh. So man, what a time. So what I would do was I, I would tell my dad, you know, hey, play me some shit because yeah. You know, obviously I knew it wasn't going to be metal. Yeah. So the first record he played for me was this one. The Chicago, Chicago, what? Chicago Transit Authority. So this guy, oh, Terry, Terry Kath was my dude. That's my Rage Charles right there, bro. Really? Like that, oh, yeah, dude. I, I highly recommend people listen to the first five Chicago albums. Oh, so, Chuck, Chuck chimed in with the Rocky Man with a cassette. And oh yeah, oh me. yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I have a pic. I have a picture somewhere playing his guitar, and I have headphones when I was like a little kid. <laughs> so then, you know, my dad was like, "Trip out on this," and I'm yeah. cool. And then it's funny because Chuck used to he used to trip out. We'd go to tower records and he's like, dude, the new scorpions came out or wasp and which one, which, which one would you go to the West Covina? Oh we yeah. Ball, yeah. Yeah. We, we live in the ballpark. So, oh, street player. That's <laughs> so it, it's funny. Cause he'd be like, dude, I got fucking the new wasp and scorpions. All that. All, dude, look what I got. Fucking Jethro Toll. Aqualung. Oh, you got that one, dude. And, and he would make fun of me because he's like, he's like, he's like, bro, you're 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 nine. <laughs> would you listen to, <laughs> to Jethro Tull? But it's one of those things. Oh, yeah, Ron. Ron's bragging again. Damn it, Ron Gonzalez. Saw them live. Yeah, hey, but he, I love that dude. By the way, Ron, if you're you're listening. I just heard a song from Commander today, dude. I got to get that. That was really oh, good. Oh, man. Good stuff, man. We got to get Ron on the podcast eventually, too. Yeah. So then, you know, and then, so as I started getting into more of the, the metal shredding guitar players, yeah. we had another we had another mutual friend, Frank, that was an MI guy, and he was bad, you know? Oh, I, okay. I think I've... Really, I've... really, really into Ingbe. So he was could play all that like nothing so i was just i was i was kind of like a sponge 
yeah. I just like little things, you know, ah, oh, cool. And then I just, I'll get more into the records right now, but then I started discovering more stuff. Yeah. You <laughs> say, oh my God, who? <laughs> <laughs> so then I remember everybody was, you know, and, and here's the thing, being a Latino playing in a cover yeah. band. Yeah. If it wasn't for Santana, we would not have gigs. Think so? Oh yeah. yeah. Everybody, dude, if you don't do a Santana song, like who are you? Like, yeah, everybody does Santana tunes. Well, so, next. This, Look at that. This that's the one right there. Oh, of course, man. The Santana. Of I wanted, what I, year was I, that I, released again? It was 71. 71, right? Yeah. Damn. And the thing, the thing that tripped me out, I don't know if you could see it is this guy. That's a 15-year-old Neil Sean right there from Journey. Oh, that's right. And and I, I, I discovered that just recently, though. I didn't know that. I, so I remember my dad always playing that. like Because, I mean, I, I listen to drummers. Yeah. I always listen to yeah. Even today. Yeah. I don't listen to guitar players. I always listen to drummers. But growing up, listening to guitar players... Yeah, and then like I just started pilfing my dad's records. Like, hey, I still <laughs> I, I still have a, a few of them, you know. Yeah. So I I would be like, Dad, you know, listen to this, um, Paul Gilbert, you know. Yeah. He'd be like, "That's cool," and then he would play me something that was exactly the same, but it came out in nineteen sixty seventy one, and it was exactly wow. just you know like like the uh, Aldi Miola. Like, what is this? So then I just it really opened my mind to because I was so. Dude, you could ask anybody who knew me as a kid. It was Zap and Roger. Hell yeah. That, that was my, I would be like, hell yeah. Up, you know, hell yeah. That yeah. was, it was Zap and Roger. It was, dude, I love the village people. Village people right was a shit. Yeah. I love Saturday them. Night, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Hell still yeah. one of the best. And then I got into like, like the heavy shit. And yeah. then, then like, my dad's influence i'll show you a couple was like <sighs> yeah dude all day yeah. that was like still and this is the original vinyl he gave me like it all these are original vinyls that, that he gave me that were that you know he ain't bought a record since 1984 so you know <laughs> these things are old so then there was steely dan asia steely dan man all day with that so then being so metal i was like i was really into what do you say fun fact rod always would read guitar player magazine as a kid and learn so much about equipment and pedals and shit as a kid that's true <laughs> you're like those some kids the, have video the, games i had guitar motherfucker dude, those were the best those were the best hours in the bathroom you ever had bro. was it guitar player or guitar oh no guitar world came later right had, yeah, guitar yeah, player, yeah. and then guitar world. Because remember, I, I would get, read the tabs in the back and learn some songs too. I, I did, I, and it's funny because I still get guitar world. I yeah. never look at the. I never. I've never looked at the tabs in really? any of these magazines. Well, some of the articles I, were pretty pretty in depth, and um, like I used to I used to read a lot about Zach Wild. Zach Wild we'll was one of my favorite. We'll get into that. We'll get into that because <laughs> you got you got me hooked on this old shit, and we'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So. If I'm boring everybody, I'm sorry. It's good. Hell no, man. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I haven't really so, gotten into in depth with this shit with you, man. So my and then another I remember going to my pops and yeah. then I then I walked in one day and he was like 
I just heard some slamming funky music. I was like, oh, what'd you hear? Damn, this is what I heard, homie. Power oh. of power. Yes. This album right here. Yes. Does it have the track listing funky. in the back? Oh, yeah. Let me see. Oh, so, man, dude. Only so much oil on the ground. It's not the crime. Maybe it'll rub off, to say the least, you're the most. This is like the funky. It's funny because I was a big fan of David Garibaldi, the drummer. Yeah, the drummer, yeah. Who's still in the band. This is the one album he does not play on. Who, who, I don't even know who wanted to play on that one, but David Garibaldi, man. His name was David Bartlett. He was a student yeah. of Garibaldi's. So then we'll go. He snapped just like him, though. He snapped oh, yeah, just yeah. like him, yeah. It was, was his student, you know? Yeah. So years later, you know, I'm, I'm starting to learn, and I'm probably now at this time 12. And Chuck, like I said, Chuck was in a band, and his guitar yeah. player in his band was a guy named Dave. And Dave was like, dude, if you're really serious about playing guitar, I'm going to bring you these three albums. He brought me a Tower Records bag, three albums. These three albums are going to change your life. I'm mm. like, you know, that that's total after school special shit, you know, but it was like, all right. So I still what, have the three albums. What did he bring you? One. <laughs> <laughs> do I, do I even have to say anything? Nope. Nope. Life changing for, for anyone who picks that up. Life changer. Number two. Oh, Randy Rhodes, Diary of a Madman. Oh, damn, dude, you're hitting you're hitting home with this stuff, man. But the but the ultimate life changer, and and anybody that knows me will know. Kiss a yeah. lot one. I discovered it, that late, man. Late. So with that album, it was weird because it had to be in 1980. Yeah, 80, 80 or 81. I remember going to my dad's house and Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park was a movie that they made and it came. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It came. It came on like Channel Nine at <laughs> 11, 11 30 at night. Like, yeah, let me watch it. Right after it's the gotta, news, it's got to be one of the stupidest <laughs> movies ever. But you know, oh, man. I got this. It, it was like it's like it's like when I, I get why people geek out on Endgame and shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Look at Manny says you have the baby shark uh single on vinyl. You Serato using motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't you haven't used vinyl since disco duck, homie. <laughs> Damn, um, dude. So so yeah, so that I remember watching that and uh just man, it it you know, obviously the visual yeah. that was and then when I discovered the tunes, when I was really starting to learn, yeah. I just ace freely, man. Ace. I mean, Ace's I was a bad motherfucker, man. I was already like yeah. a deep diehard Sabbath fan. Yeah. Like, I love Sabbath always, but man, it was just something about it. And you know, you, you have your kiss haters and yeah. your kiss lovers. I mean, I, I've always loved kiss. I always will. And it's funny. all oh, cause of the makeup and all that stuff. Yeah. That's part. I mean, it's part of it, but. I mean, I liked Ace Frehley's swag. I liked yeah. Paul Stanley's voice and the way he controlled the crowd. Yeah. Gene Simmons was just iconic. But yeah. Peter Chris was actually my favorite singer. I thought oh, I thought, Peter his Chris? Was the, yeah. I thought his voice was the best, but what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But 
granted okay so you you got introduced to this stuff early right mm-hmm. and this is like i would say early 80s right mid 80s almost um 85 84 yeah. okay what was the newest stuff you started discovering around that time because i know i'm glad you I, asked. i'm like when i was in fifth grade let me see what you're bringing up and i'm pretty sure i discovered it because I was already listening to Zap and Roger. I was listening to uh, Rick James, uh, ABBA. So I, I'm I'm definitely a product of who I hung out with. Yeah. So I, I was I was the 10, 11 year old going to backyard. That's how I met Johnny for the first time. I we talked about it on the last one. Oh wow! Look at um, that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the Morrissey jokes are going to come in. Oh man! All right, well, there you go. I'm, I, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, um, so eighty, yeah, eighty three, yeah, like eighty three to eighty six was like eighty seven, eighty three, eighty seven. Those were yeah. like amazing years for my l- learning of music because yeah, yeah, I, I had older Chuck was a little bit old, a couple years older than me. His yeah. friends. And they were they were definitely into the glamier stuff, but they didn't like you know you have the dudes that liked Metallica only that they hated Poison. Well, yeah, that that whole movement were, of metalheads with the with yeah, the leather these, with the leather with the jean jackets nah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. See, Chuck and them they weren't like that. Like ah. we fuck dude. Like we, me and him would listen to Hella Weight Slayer. Yeah, and then, you know. So going back, so. I remember my dad taking me to see Dio like in 84. Oh, I hate you. Yeah. The last in line tour. So we, me, we vinyl like that. That's kind of why I jumped back into the vinyl again, because yeah. it's one, it's nostalgic. It's cool, man. It, it reminds yeah. you of me as a kid. Like, dude, I would sit there fucking dude. Wow. No, yeah. I'm dude. I'm like the king of useless information when it comes to shit. So being in <laughs> LA, being in LA, yeah. you know, this was, I mean, Anybody who was in metal in the eighties, yeah. Ron, if, if Ron's still watching, he'll he'll understand. So the one the one that really got me jump started in those years you're saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, Reich. dude. Queen's it's they still the slam, one, dude. This this album right here was like yeah. Jesus Christ. I never heard anything like it. I've never seen them live either. Oh, I see. Uh, they're, a lot they're of phenomenal. And believe it or not, another band that especially that I was really into was striper oh yes yes they so, were uh 84 85 this album is 85 this is their second yeah. album yeah so i was already so for those of you who don't know striper is a christian band yeah and it's salvation through redemption yielding peace encouragement and righteousness wow little, that's so, little, they were uh, a christian band uh, oh yeah still are shout out to mike davis what's up we're, we're, we're getting the mic right now. <laughs> so, so, okay. Another LA band since yeah. Mike's on these were, these were my three LA bands. So there was a band called Odin. Oh yeah. Odin. Okay. So that, that to me was like the shit right there. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to, to the boy, Sean, Sean Duncan's drummer on this awesome album. Sean Duncan's and a badass drummer too. This this right here though, it's this is like they say that muy chingon. 
And then, then as a guitar player, was Racer X. Oh, Racer X, bro. Hell with, yeah. With the, with the Paul Gilbert autograph to Chuck right there. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. Damn, I had all this in cassette, dude. I didn't have vinyl, man. Oh. Fuck. We we would we would go we would go to the Troubadour, the country club in Reseda, yeah. and do all that. Speaking of the country club in Reseda, this is where Mike Davis comes into play. Okay. So I actually this is Lizzie Borden. Damn, bro. And you got that on vinyl? And it's still sealed. Oh, shit. I just got, I actually just picked this up last week. I found yeah. it at a record store. I was really stoked. But that was, that was when I was like, when I knew, like, I, could, I wanted to be in a band. That's when yeah. I, okay. I was like, all right, going, okay. to, going to the country club in Reseda and watching Lizzie Borden and Racer yeah. X and seeing Odin at the Troubadour and the whiskey and all that. And I was like, I want to be in. I, I want to be in a band. Like that's yeah. it. I want to. I, I was never. I was always a big dude. I was never going to be that skinny, pretty motherfucker. No, that's yeah. not me. Yeah. I was. I obviously. I got no hair. I never. I my hair was this long at one point in my life. I looked like. I looked like a ice out Danzig, bro. I <laughs> so. My thing was, I wanted to be in the band. That's it. I just. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do, and I just kept playing and kept playing and kept playing, but. Unfortunately, I I can't write a song to save my life. That was never my yeah. forte. Really? I, if, yeah. If you if you had a song and I heard mm. it, an original, I would, I would totally. I was my cousin Angela. I would totally. Um, yeah, that's right. Big guys BP, unite, bro. Big, yeah. I, I would. If you know you have a song, I would like try yeah. to cut the fat, make it good, and all, all the seasonings, and that was me. I can never. I'm not the foundation guy. I was oh, always a okay. dude like, like I, I could take your song and do something with it for sure. But I was yeah. terrible at, at like, okay, I got this. Cause everything sounded like to me that it's been done before. Mm. And I just like, I just never songwriting wasn't my thing, but playing yeah. was always my thing. Yeah. So that's, that was my, my introduction to doing covers yeah. was because. So you're like the I, ultimate session guy, man. That's what you are. You are the ultimate well, session guy. Not really, because I can't read music. So if somebody puts some sheet music in front of me, mm. I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to read music either. <laughs> so so when, yeah. when did you first say, okay, you, you were convinced, you're already sold, I'm going to be in a band. But there's always that, that, that one initial moment where like, okay, where do I start? So for you or like, okay, who did you ask? Who did you go to? Like, Hey, let's fucking jam out. Let's assemble something. Well, no, I, I did. I didn't. I, I saw it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was around it. So I knew what to do. It was mm. just about, it was just about getting the people that were down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never, I, it was weird because I, I kind of, I advanced really fast as far as like learning songs and, with the, yeah, the, the, the oh, we'll gig. talk about. Okay, okay. Can we, you want to talk about the Roxy gig? Yeah, well, I'll get to that. Okay, all right. So, so me, I, I moved. I lived in Ballpark. I moved to mm. Colton. I lived in Grand Terrace, a city called Grand Terrace, right? Okay, okay. First guys I met was my buddy Marcos mm. and my buddy and Izzy. 
yeah. and Izzy were the yeah. two first people I met. They were Marcos was like an acoustic wanted to be he wanted to be Jimmy Page, you know, yeah. playing like Zeppelin acoustic songs, and I wanted to be every anything but that. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to rock out. I wanted to be on stage. <laughs> I, I, I kumbaya shit wasn't my thing. You know? <laughs> so. Then we met Izzy and Izzy was picking up the guitar a little bit, but he was a jock. He was a wrestler and, and mm. football player. So, but he had a long ass fucking hair, you know? So I was like, all right. We used to just go to their pad and like showed them a few, like, you know, Seek and Destroy and yeah. uh, and Talk About Love, the the basic, you know, cover band stuff. Yeah. And we wrote, we wrote like seven or eight originals, which I just found a reel, a two inch tape reel to reel of it. I have it. What? Found it in my, found it in my storage. Crazy. So we put a band together and we were called Revolution Street and That's a it was cool fun. Name. Yeah, it was fun. You know, we were freshmen high school and yeah. got, we, we made a demo, we recorded it. And it was like on a four oh, track yeah. or what? No, we did it in a full 16 track studio. Wow. Like, as freshmen. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Our, our, well, so my, my drummer drummer was 18. Hmm or like 19, the singer was 18 and me and Marcos were like 15. Oh, okay. And so re rewind it just a little bit. So before that version of the band, it was me, Izzy, Marcos, and we had this guy, Tom, who was yeah. a drummer and wasn't really cutting it. You know, he was, it's funny. He was a Morrissey guy. He really loved Morrissey. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that's what I remember. Nice. I mean, still, it's funny. He's still the homie, man. Loved the yeah. dude, you know? And we had booked a gig at the Roxy. And it was like, dude, we can't do the Roxy with this dude. <laughs> so we called, we called our buddy Pete Dagani, yeah. Ed's Ed's brother, yeah, Ed's, Ed's brother, who's a bass player but a drummer. He learned we we did like I think we had a twenty five minute set thirty at the Roxy, and I think we did all our originals and we did like Seek and Destroy or something. Okay, and it was just like Chuck was all hammered, throwing shit at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, crazy. <laughs> So that, it's crazy because I have I have um oh, man. I, I have a, a Polaroid on my refrigerator of that show. It was May 6, 1994. 1984? 94. 94. Okay. That was my very first gig. Wow. Was That's it 94? I don't remember. No, I don't know if Chuck. I don't know if Chuck recollects. Oh, it had to been night. earlier than that. Really? Yeah. Because I was fifteen, so I was like, no, ninety-one, probably like ninety-one. Ninety-one. Okay. Yeah, ninety, ninety-one, or something like that. I had to look at the picture, but yeah, it was man, like I would. I, I'm just wondering what the Roxy looked like in ninety-one. Exactly the same, bro. Really? It it hasn't changed at all. Because the only it's addition exactly that they have to it now is the the back area bar. Remember back then they didn't have a bar at the back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chuck said ninety-two. Yeah, it could be. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like fifteen or sixteen. And then, um, so Revolution Street was the first band you assembled then. Mm -hmm. And then we, wow, okay. Izzy, Izzy quit. He's just like, I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, me and, Marcos, <laughs> and we got another, uh, a drummer and a, and a singer, killer, mm -hmm. killer singer. Drummer was good. And then I just kind of, that, that was just it. It didn't do nothing for me because I hated the whole pay to play. 
selling tickets. Yeah. It just, it's really discouraging, you know? Yeah. So then I was only in one more original band after that. And that was with Johnny, his brother Mondo and their cousin Richard was called put in head. And that's a dope name. We did. It's crazy. Cause we did like, Puddinhead? we only did like four shows. If I remember, wow. like, I know we did the whiskey. I, which I have on video, which is funny. Oh, wow. Okay. There's a, there's a YouTube, there's a YouTube clip of it somewhere. <laughs> um, we did the whiskey. We did a couple of gigs here and there. I had, a, yeah. I, I was in like a, a more of a thrash punk band called subliminal communication, but I didn't write any of those songs. Okay. I just, they, they had their, they were a band from the eighties that rekindled in the mid nineties. And I just relearned all their stuff and wow. made it, made it more mine, a little heavier, okay. more metal instead of like, you know, they were 14 year olds playing like 14 year olds. Oh, I was like, I was trying to give it a little more. And it's funny because that, that band was put together the same year that first Deftones album came out. So I was uh, really adrenaline. Yeah. So I was really influenced by like that, you know, that kind of role. So was that, was that one of the first, uh, more modern, like metal bands. I, I want, I want to call Deftones metal, but they're more like yeah. heavy rock to me. Yeah. I, I, I hated all that stuff. Like, yeah. I, like I didn't, I didn't understand like the seven string <laughs> guitar, like corn and, and you know, it, it is what it is. It's, yeah. it's not my thing. Yeah. But like the Deftones was a little different, you know, no, they, they were, were by far, man. They stood know, out like from I, the rest. It's funny because from the, from that album to today, yeah, I, I, there's there might be ten albums I like. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I just get it, it, I, I I give everything a listen, but I can't get down with like that whole like nine late nineties early two thousands like Godsmack and Fuel and that I don't know, just don't do nothing for me. <laughs> Chuck said really Mudvayne. <laughs> Mudvayne was cool though. You ain't like Mudvayne? No, bro. Oh, come worst on. of the worst. Really? Uh, hated that shit. My cousin. The bass player was a beast, though, man. Their bass player. My cousin. My cousin still watches. She's gonna get mad at me for saying Mudvayne sucks. <laughs> she, she's been. She's been asking. She's been asking me for eight years to learn a Mudvayne song. Oh shit, man. But okay, so let's let's touch on the '90s a little bit because obviously your history with the '80s is very very. Oh, we could go we classical, could go man. Just like, on the '80s. Yeah. Uh, so some of the '90s stuff in the early '90s that I discovered uh, was, of course, I discovered the Black Album. Um, I discovered the Black Album uh, in '92, but I discovered Injustice for All in '90. My still my uh, favorite. Yeah, and you know that's some of the stuff that um, <laughs> look, <at> Angela. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, some of the okay, so that's where I wanted to ask you as a guitar player. Tones are a motherfucker from album to album to to song to song. Now the '90s got introduced to a more like chunky, really heavy kind of like. There's a lot of low end on your on your EQ on the amp. Some um, less, I guess, chorus and reverb while you're playing distorted guitar. Yep. Give me an album. Was, yeah. Metallica Give me an album. Known for that mid scoop. You know, yes. They, yes. They scooped out all their mids, which I love. I, I love. And well, once me, I heard I, Dimebag do it, that was dude, that was, that's what really closed me on it. It's funny because every everything with um, copy copycats. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we'll get to that. Too. <laughs> that, was, that was my first cover band, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so for 90s, yeah. anything, I, I loved Bob Rock stuff. Like so Everyone hates thing. on that guy so much, dude. No. So, dude, if, if you're a drummer, you yeah. have to love Bob Rock. Oh, you have totally. To. Totally. See, because here, here's, here's the thing. Um, when people think of Bob Rock, they think of the Black Album. Unfortunately, do you, they do. Yeah, but where, but where do you think Metallica? What they heard to get yeah. Bob Rock? You know I, then they heard Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood. Yeah. So yeah. So Doctor, dude, listen to dude. So Bob Rock had did Doctor Feelgood. He did uh, Sonic Temple from the Sonic Cult, Temple. Yeah, which is that's Eric Singer on drums. Yeah. Um, Kiss, like go figure. Um, the Motley Crue album with John Karabi. Oh, Dude, that's, that's right. That's, yeah. That's got to be some of the best production. And the songs are the shit. But the yeah. production on that album, you know, because I, 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 that's the one thing I'll, I'll give props to a band like, like, uh, what's his name? Ross Robertson, like the corner. Ross shit. Robinson. Yeah. The guy at uh, Indigo Ranch Studios in Malibu that burned down, unfortunately. So, yeah. So, like, that dude was able to get. I mean, sorry for corn fans, but he got a <laughs> shitty band to sound really good. Like, and it's funny because to me, I, I love, I always, like if a band has four or five albums, I skip the first album and go straight for the second one. Oh, I see what you did. Here's the okay. thing. Every, every band takes forever, have a lifetime to write that first album. <laughs> so if the second one's good, then I yeah. know that first one's going to kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Hey, let's bookmark who? real quick on that. Cause someone, uh, is coming in from the top rope, bro. Uh, I think stone cold Steve Austin music cues in the glass breaks, but, um, look, look who we got here, bro. Dun, 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 dun. It's oh, the bushwhacker. We, we can't hear you. What the hell? Is your mic on? on? Yeah, let me see. Let me remove him and bring him back in. How about now? Oh, we can't hear you, man. All right. He's going to fix something real quick. Special guest. Look at it. <laughs> Say something, Whit. How about now? There we there go. From the top rope, there's a little thing that's a microphone that if it has a line through it, that means it's off. And that means it's off, right? <laughs> hey, listen, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I know you guys got some, you guys have been talking about some cool stuff, but I haven't been able to get a hold of Rod, and I literally just wanted to jump on just to ask Rod a question real quick. Um, what um, as and on on Wednesday, um, what are you doing at like 6 p.m. on Wednesday? Are you busy? Curling my hair. Curling your hair. <laughs> so no, you're free. I'm, so I'm you're free. free? <laughs> I'm free. All right, cool. Because uh, this is actually a great place to say it, that Steel Rod Band is going to be doing a live stream on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Um, so now that you're free, now it's good to go. We can put this in pen and uh, and get it out there and to the people. Let everybody know. There it is. Live stream. Live stream. Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific. We have daylight even, time. Let, let, we have even. Me, I'm putting my Palm Pilot real quick. Yeah. <laughs> let, me check empty, in, bro. let me check and see it's what free. I'm doing. 
He's like, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> no, we uh, we haven't even really talked about um, how many sets we're gonna do, what we're gonna play. I mean, it's it's gonna be super loose. Just uh, it's been a minute since we've gotten together and and played some music on a live stream, and so we're just gonna get together over at DW3 Studios and uh, set up and and have some fun. So 6 p.m. Turn us on when you're uh, you know making dinner or hanging out. Um, have some drinks. Let us know. Take some pictures. Uh, spread the word, please. Tag some people. Spread the word. Let everybody know that we're going to be doing a live stream. We are looking forward to it yeah. because I haven't missed one. You should have missed, missed one, ladies and gentlemen. I missed one. I missed one. <laughs> Is it going to be like the notorious pizza session? The first one? Oh, uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I ain't got that kind of time. I, right? I, I don't oh, have that shit. kind of stamina anymore, man. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. If I know you would want to stick around with, but you, what do you got? We got. Oh going? no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing. I literally just wanted to jump on right now just to, to, to help promote that. You know, say what's up to you. Say what's up to Rod. And, uh, you know, and really just get uh, let, let people know that we're going to be doing the live stream for Steel Rod. And, oh, uh, you yeah. know, and so now back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> like Angel said, I'll send you guys some JD. Oh, nice. I All like right. it. <laughs> well, Wed, thanks for uh, coming in and uh, with the steel yeah, chair. Yes, Absolutely. And Good then time. You, dra- you dragged Rod on top of his opponent. <laughs> he's he's the, the World Wrestling Federation Federation <laughs> champion. But, uh, Ooh, yeah. but again, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Steel ride. Yes, indeed. I'll see you guys. All right, man. That was nice, Seven. That was real nice, was Seven. Good. Yeah, so we bookmarked oh. at. Uh, so now, now I know what I'm doing Wednesday <laughs> at 6 p.m. Nice. That was cool, dude. So, 90s uh, guitar tones. So we had Dimebag. We had. James Hetfield. We had Mike McCready, and the what's who's the other guy that that was in Pearl Jam? Uh, Stone Gossard. Stone Gossard, yes. And then the guy from I can never pronounce his name. The guy from Soundgarden. The uh, oh, Kim Kim Thale? Yeah, he's Indian or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these guitar tones. My my personal favorite was the evolution of James Hetfield's guitar, guitar tone. Um, his playing is a whole different story. Obviously I've seen you play his stuff and even you tell me, he goes, dude, my down picking isn't as fast as it used to be. So how does this motherfucker still do it at this? He's pushing 60. I mean, still down picking like he's fucking I 21. Can't, like, bro. You know, the- yeah, I, I can't, I have to do it like that. I can't, Mm-mm. it doesn't work. My hands just don't do that anymore. Chuck Ayala said Nuno. Oh, yeah. Very. So that was okay. So you want to get into 90s guitar tone? Yeah, bro. So it, 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 the 90s was a weird transition because you had some guitar players that just didn't let the 80s go. Yeah. They still had that. Nuno from Extreme, in case you didn't know, he had a very Brian May colorful tone. That yeah. I, Good, you know, because everybody everybody started going dual and triple rectifier Mesa boogies. Yeah, all the Mesa. So everything was just let's run those tubes hot, and yeah, everything. Sound, and then you get like um, I got prime example board. Yeah, tune down. That ugly. chunky kind of like that's 
like Almost a really fuzzy. Hot, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I was like, it, it was it was weird because in the eighties you had, um, everybody, you know, if you had money, you had a Marshall, you had some good, you know, the the mock threes, fours, Mesa boogies. You yeah. Had, you know, people use like crate, crate amps, carvins, crates. Yeah. You know, that was early eighties or mid, depending on the feria if you could afford. Just it. Tell me about it. Yeah. And then you know, Mesa boogie. And then line six, me, I, yeah. I, I'm still recently, I was a line six. I, I swore by that. The original stuff. I never, I never bought yeah, the first, the first stuff. set of uh, amps that they came yeah. up with. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, you're the one that, you're the one that closed me on that too. You're like, Hey, even yeah. get, even get the pod. The pod's pretty cool. Just run it through I a power it. ramp. It, I was it's, like, oh, I mean, shit. It's, it's not something you plug in and turn on. Like what I use now, it's so convenient and easy, but oh, yeah. it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but yeah, the guitar tones, man. It, it, there was a lot of tones I didn't like. Yeah. And there was a, like, I didn't, I didn't, I never liked the, the, the C sharp tunings and the really low, because if you were to run in standard tuning on that same tone, yeah, sounds like crap. Like yeah. as, as much as I love rage against the machine, yeah. I always hated Tom Morello's tone. Always it's kind of weird, huh? And it didn't it, sound it, the same live. It's terrible, but he it's, it works for him. It works. Yeah. You know, the thing is because, because the bass player was so fat when he played. So it just bolted it up really good. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I was, I'm a product of the seventies and eighties, man. I'll, I'll dude, I, I couldn't get into the nineties guitar players or the tones. Songs were cool. Like, I mean, yeah. especially doing, I mean, getting in the cover band, you yeah. know, like if you want to trip out on something. So, being in a cover band and yeah. having, having to replicate, I found what Chuck mentioned, the copycats. I found an old set list of what I, from 99. Wow. Let me see if I can okay. find it quick. Just to give you an idea of what we were playing. Okay. Right there. Set one. So we were doing fly away from Lenny Kravitz. Oh, wow. Okay. Deuce from kiss. Nice rock rock and roll band from Boston. Boston, Black Cat from Janet Jackson. What? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. we had a female singer. It was a good time. Oh, um, okay. Wood from Allison Chains. Nice. Fire. This is how diverse. How this is how I learned a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, Fire from Jimi Hendrix. Detroit Rock City. Craig Ross. That's uh, yeah, Lenny's guitar player. He's the man, bro. Nice, He's bad. Santeria. See, that's that's how new that song we were doing it in the first. <laughs> Damn. And then, and then we were we were doing "We Are Family." We are family. And then like hard to handle. And then wow. we would do we would do four sets. Like yeah, four long sets. Then we were doing stuff like um, the impression that I get from Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Dun, dun, um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you, you know, would sing that. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Nice. Shoot. I, no, I don't know if I remember it anymore. He's he's a he's a he's a bass man, the singer. Yeah. He had that raspy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the list of the '90s stuff. Like we were doing like Sugar Ray tunes. Oh um, man, I like old school Sugar Ray, dude. We were doing stuff like, remember that song uh, from Chumba Wumba? Oh, get yeah. knocked down. Yeah. But I get we up doing, again, dude. Yeah. Okay. So that that's. <laughs> That song was the '90s. Um, 
brown eyed girl, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Whenever that's that's that song's like Sweet Caroline. When you start that song, everybody, ah, shit. It's yeah, on. that was. I hated that song. It's but either that or whoop. There it is. But I'm like, yeah. What else we did? Of course, Sandman. Um, nice. Okay. We used, we used to do a song called "The Way" from a band called Fastball. I don't know if you remember that. Group. They made up their minds. Yeah, that's a jam yeah. too, though. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because that's. It, it, I'm looking at it now, going, "Damn!" Like I would never do those songs now. <laughs> Screaming trees. Yeah, I used to do that stuff too. We when so Copycats was a band started by Rich Dagani. Yeah. Um, our buddy Steve Doyle and Jess Andrade. And I'll tell you a quick, I'll try to keep it short because all my stories will be long. Cause <laughs> so, um, Rich, obviously I've known him most of my life. Yeah. He was like, Hey man, our guitar player is leaving. He works in a car dealership and he doesn't have yeah. time. You want to, you want to check it out? Cool. So I rolled in, I was 19, probably like 19. I was like, I used to wear dickies and fucking aura, you know. Rolling into La Puente. It was it was at the 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 bass player's house in La Puente in his garage, which was his room. Rolled in, he had a drum set, two amps. I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Damn. So I rolled in and he was all like, tells Rich, like, this cholo knows how to play guitar or what? <laughs> I had my I had my hair all slicked back. I was like, so I think the first song I played was Long Train Running. Oh, that always nice. seems to be the first song because I'm singing it too. Cause they're, yeah. you know, and they were like, and then I ended up booking, I ended up becoming like, I booked the band. I, I did everything for that band. Cause those dudes were, <laughs> they had jobs, you know, they had careers. Yeah. Me, this was, this was my, me starting to see if I can do this for a living. Yeah. You know? So the copycats was they, they, we were called Crack Baby at first. Crack Baby. <laughs> yeah. K, K R it was weird. It was K R A Q because we were a K Rock cover band. Wow. So just, instead of K Rock, you know, K R O Q, K R A Q. Crack Baby. And it was it, it was cool because but we did all the jams. I mean we did like Rage and we did um but all the shit, you know, Nirvana Pearl Jam, um Screaming Trees, Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was that other shitty band? Uh, Candlebox. Um, Candlebox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that, you know. And, and but it was a good time. And then you know, as I needed more, you know, we, we yeah. the band got a little bit bigger. My dad joined the band, and we had a keyboard player, a girl singer, and it just oh, became cool. you know, yeah, we just did it for shits and giggles, you know. Yeah. And made a couple bucks, but I was like, all right. I was slanging boxes at Nordstrom's. I'm like, yeah, this is not happening. I got <laughs> so I got I got real real serious with it, and I was trying to book this band. That's when I met the Zendejas brothers, and yeah. you know, joined Flirt for a while, and then yeah. through through the trials and tribulations of Flirt, that's how Steel Rod started. Yeah. Okay. So, nice, and then shit, 20, 20 years later, still. If it wasn't for a pandemic, we would be, what's today, Monday? No, we'd be off tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this I, I don't recall really you guys playing on a Monday in like a long time. I think it was San Manuel Casino you guys played one mm -hmm. time on a Monday. Every yeah. Monday. Every yeah. Monday for five five years, I think. Yeah. So this whole this whole thing with 
with, you know, playing in a tribute band, playing in a cover band, a lot of, and this is just, I'm not going to put these guys on blast, but I just want, want them to hear it. Cause I, they've, they've talked shit about it before. And now when they see that their careers are kind of taking a different turn, they don't know what to do. They force themselves to try to reinvent themselves. When I so solemnly make the recommendation, look, I have plenty of examples of musicians that are strictly tribute or cover bands and they're making a living. They're doing a great job. My, my, my thoughts on this is there's, there's this ego problem with a lot of these bands and you, I've talked about it. I talked about it to you before and you gave me the most selfless uh, and very contribution like answer to why you do what you do, because it's still a service that you're offering. And I think the problem with these bands, Rod, is they don't see it that way. And I'm here to first state that it's okay. It's totally fine to play in a cover band. It's totally fine to assemble a tribute band and make money. It's like, you think they're afraid of money or something, Rod? That's, What's your take on that shit, dude? So here's the thing is you got, you got some people that are like about the art of it, about, about the, about the sitting there and writing your lyrics and do all that. Fucking awesome. I I wish I could do that. I really do. But I, I learned, and this might sound harsh or whatever, but I learned early on that there ain't no motherfuckers beating down my door to hear my songs, man. Yeah. And, and we're not, it's not what it used to be. We're not in that business anymore. Yeah. It's not, it's not where you can roll down and give your demos to somebody and you know, somebody's actually going to listen to it. Nah, dude, I've had, I've had bars and people like, yeah, man, we're, you know, still rod. Cool. How many followers do you have? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot, but don't you want to, no, we don't care what you sound like. Can you, that's, that's, that's the business now. Why do you think, why do you think, why do you think everybody's on YouTube? Yeah. Because, you know, the DJs, DJs kind of is the, is it's kind of the easy out because, you know, not, it's hard to find a good DJ, first of all. Yeah. Two is you, you got places like, okay, if we charge X amount of dollars, well, I can get a DJ to do that. And it's like, well, not a good one. A good yeah, one exactly. will do like what we do. A good one will do. They'll sit there and they'll, I dude, I, you know, and I'm not knocking DJs cause I couldn't do it, but I, I know, I know there's DJs out there that'll pre-mix their shit knowing they're not going to make any money like shit money. And they'll come and just, <laughs> you know, that's cool. Yeah, totally. I, you know, yeah. it, to me, it's, it's any way you slice it, it's still a craft. You have to learn how to do it. You know, Anybody, anybody, anybody that knocks tributes or, or, um, cover bands. Cool. I'm playing six nights a week. Where are you playing at? Great way of putting and it. That's it. And that, that's it. My thing is, I'm not, it's not about me. It's about the people. Like totally. I love to play. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be on MTV. I'm not trying to, I never was. I was never yeah. trying to make it. I wanted to make a living. Like that's it. You know, I, I, dude, you got, you got the dude that's slanging boxes all week long. Can't wait for his cover band to play on Friday and Saturday. Hell yeah. 
Well, I, I did it the opposite. I wanted to play every day. I don't want to <laughs> slang boxes. Yeah. If I slang boxes, it's because I want to. It's not because I have to. Hey, I worked my ass off to build a craft. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'll say I'm pretty good at what I do. And it's, 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 it's worked, you know? And the thing is, it's, you got to have the good, good people around you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to surround yourself with the like-minded individuals as well. Is it cover That's and true. tribute band hate only exists in rock music? Absolutely. Ah, yeah, man. Shout I, out, that. shout out to Mondo. So Mondo is an extremely talented singer, guitar player. He's the lead singer in a Mana tribute band. And he also has a metal band called Metal 101. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are they the ones that played at the swap meet? Yes. Yes. Okay. And 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 the thing is is we we know you know the thing is it's like you know things are are very clicky out there there's clicks yeah totally totally and and it's cool like it's you know it it, it's like everything man there's hate there's love there's but it's all on how you take it man to me i'd rather be the dude that's like can give you some advice or take some advice yeah you know and i'm a hard head i'll be the fucking first to admit it i'm a hard head but if you if you're on something, I'm listening. Yeah. If you're if you're in the right direction, why do you think you know Steel Rod has been a catalyst for a lot of things the way people band the excuse me the way bands do the things they do because totally. of the way we do it. The thing is is we don't we don't do this. Everything is straight ahead. It's the yeah. three of us, and it's going forward. Yeah. And you know, come for the ride, man. More and you guys, are, you guys have had some major obstacles too, and especially with you, you know, there was days that you know you, you weren't you weren't feeling well, whatever. You would have a backup plan like that alone. Me witnessing you do that, because to me, I mean, you were you to me, you're always going to be the front man of Steel Rod, no matter what. And it's Steel Rod because of Rod. That's the way I got introduced to you because you're the first person I got to know. Uh, not not knocking on Johnny and Wit, but. When I can totally tell the dynamic is just so much different, not bad uh, when you're not there, Um, you know, and shout out to our boy Gilbert. I believe his birthday was yesterday. So happy belated birthday. Um, Another talented dude, but you introduce him to the element of steel rod. It's no longer steel rod. It's steel Gil, you know, different (laughs) songs, different tones. It's like, I still like, you know, the original three, man, no matter what. I mean, as, as much as I sure. love the other guys too, it's always going to be like that for me. So, Absolutely. and that's the stubbornness of my uh, flavor in watching you guys play. And I, I think the biggest misconception with, with, I don't, I don't call you guys a tribute band. Cause I don't, you guys no, a, we, are, you guys are a uh, power. Uh, I don't know. Power cover trio, I guess a rock trio. I don't know what to call you guys. You guys are just the best in the business here on this side. Call of, it what you want. Yeah. Call it macaroni. I don't care. And I th- I think the biggest concept of of learning songs and playing them in front of other people is I guess convincing yourself that you're offering a service of entertainment to somebody that's probably going through a shitty week. And I've, I've told that you guys means, before, man, you guys have been the saving grace sometimes for some people, especially me. That's, that's it in a yeah. nutshell, because, you know, like 
I mean, you've done original bands. I've done it. Dude, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. Very hard. I mean, it's, you know, you, it's hard to get your friends to come pay 20 bucks, 15 yeah. bucks to come on a Tuesday night to the oh, whiskey, yeah. the Roxy to watch you do 30 minutes. That's yeah. yeah. It turns into a hundred dollar day. And the thing is, it's like, I mean, we all have those friends that are down, but you know, you're basically, I, I just hated the facts for me personally is I didn't, I never understood the concept of paying, renting the stage. Basically that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're renting the stage for a thousand dollars because you want yeah. they you to sell X amount of tickets for 10 bucks a piece. So what do I get out of it? Because I get to play the Roxy on a Tuesday. Yeah. It, it just, it, you know what? I'd rather get play, 20 minutes. I'd rather play Havana house on a Tuesday acoustic, even though I hate the smoke, but I'd rather do that and still enjoy what I do. Like that's, that's, that's the thing. I don't think anybody's really going to get is I enjoy to this day. I love picking up my guitar and just playing. You know what I mean? Yep. It just, it's what I do, man. I, like I have a damn guitar next to me. Like I always, I always have a guitar. Yeah. You just never know. You know? No, I think, so, I think everywhere you've gone, you've had one on you. Yeah. I always carry yeah. a guitar with me. You never know. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I hated, I mean, and the thing is a lot of it had to do because I wasn't a great songwriter. I mean, I'm going to keep it 100. I don't write great songs, but it just wasn't my thing. You know, trust me. I, I listen to stuff all the time. Like, man, sh- shout out, shout out to the homies. DW3. Those dudes, write, those dudes write some great tunes. No, they do. And man. they sing yeah. amazing. I, I don't, I don't have that gift. I don't, I'll sing good. I'll play great, but writing a song, and the thing is, it, it, you have to have the desire to do it. I just don't. I really, I don't, I won't sit there like. And, and, pick, some, just, and pick and and basically construct yeah, something from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, it, it just, I, I might do something like, well, that kind of sounds cool. Then I'll hear like the same song later. <laughs> like, oh, damn. It sounds like a Boston <laughs> song, you know? It, it, and, and a lot of it is doing these covers for so many years, man. I, I, I really, it's so many songs in my head, bro. Like, you know, but you, that, you've made, it. you've made a living off of it. You've traveled the world. You've been yeah. on those awesome fucking cruises, man, that I have not been on. <laughs> and it's all because you have mastered an art form that quite well, frankly, a lot of people I fear. wouldn't say mastered. I wouldn't say mastered, but no. Yeah. <clears throat> the I thing is, so. it's like my, it, it like, like, like I said earlier, man, you're going to get the people that are just made to do originals and that's what they want to do because, Hey man, it's art and fuck more power to you, man. I, I, I'm cheering for you. But for me, it was more like, I, I mean, this is how I felt was my time had passed as far as that goes. So if I still wanted to be in the music business per se and, and do that, what am I going to do? Right. Bro, all day. I'll show. I mean, this this. I'll show you what I do daily, bro. Just just to give you an idea, I'll pick songs. I got chords. I don't know if it's might be a little blurry, but I got chords. Like this, the song I was working on today. I'll play a little. And the thing is, I 
I just have the chords and I'll read it. You know? And when I go away, I know my heart can stay with my love. It's understood. It's in the hands of my love. And my love doesn't do. Just reading chords and playing, man. That's If it feels good to me, then I call wit or Johnny yeah. and vice versa. Hey man, I got these tunes. I want you to learn, um, figure it out. And that's, I mean, we, that's how we built our, our repertoire. And, wow. and the thing is, is, you know, we, we, we definitely play for the people, but you know, there's some, there's a little bit of selfishness a little bit. Yeah. We'll course. do some tunes. We'll do some tunes that are like, you know, not everybody wants to hear maiden. <laughs> but I do. I was like, I'm, I do. <laughs> yeah, I I noticed that. For example, you usually give the cue. Like if I'm like if I'm sitting in the in the audience or something like that, and you you can tell that the the room is kind of not so animate animated with everything. But like when you call up, you're like, hey, let, let's sing a rage tune, and then I thought it's I, I thought it would be just one rage tune. And then you're like, no, fuck you signal Johnny. Like, Hey, we'll go into one. Uh, yeah. and then another it, one. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay, cool. If there's one, if there's one thing that I think you say mastered, I think we mastered the art of reading a crowd. Yeah. I, 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 I think we know like, you know, sometimes we'll disagree. Like, uh, let's not do that one, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'll just like, all right, whatever. And then it, it hits. Or yeah. sometimes it was like, Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we're we're good at bringing it back. Like that's never been a problem. I, I and, think and, the only know, time that it really just goes pff, is when we're all fucked up, and I can't remember the lyrics. I get all fucked up, but yeah. when it does, it's popping, dude. I remember the one time. This is like maybe eleven years ago uh, at Sendejas, uh August 2008. I clearly remember this this weekend because it was my brother in law's birthday. Um, oh, we yeah. did like we did he, like I think he broke my mic stand or what's <laughs> no that, that was just this is way before. <laughs> um, he uh, he wanted to hear it and we fucking jammed out on five tracks, dude. Five tracks and I'm like I'm looking at you going you're like fuck it just keep going and I'm like because the crowd loved it and I'm it was. It was surreal, dude. I've never felt anything like that before. Um, the only other time I saw that was when you guys did Fistful of Steel um, with with Eddie at the first uh, House of Blues in Hollywood in 2007. I just found that ticket stuff somewhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Going through some stuff. Yes. That was amazing. Dude, and, just, then, and then you did the, lot, the birthday man. show. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, the birthday shows have always rocked for me especially i don't know there's something special about your particular birthday it's always it's always cracked it's always been really really passionate man and really full of like just moments oh what did manny say hold on ash what about the time he cracked some drunk dude on the head with his guitar we're playing on a boat (laughs) oh on a boat yeah what? Oh, oh wait! Re- refresh my memory. Was that the one out of Long Beach? Manny, was that the? He'll type right now. Is that the one in Long Beach? 
Let's see what he says. If you're just tuning in, this is yeah. the question. Ask Rod about the time he cracked some drunk dude on the head. I, I know exactly what it was. I know you exactly. say, yup. Okay. 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 So we had, we, Look. oh yeah, we did one of those booze cruises. Oh, great. And okay. So I'll, I'll do a little reenactment here. So I remember, <laughs> dude, I, I, I remember like yesterday. So they start moshing. And the dude fell into my monitor once. Oh, fuck. Once. And then once. So then he did it again. And then he came and he like tried to grab my mic and I gave him like three bah, 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 to the dome, dude. Just quick. Like, dude, I, I Apollo created his ass. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I forgot about that. Damn. Bro. Yeah, went, like, boom, boom. And it was my, it was my. It was my green guitar. He said Metallica. No, boat? what? No, no, different gig. That was a different gig. That was a clean <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I slammed a dude like three times. Bah, bah, bah. And it was, like, it was like it was a friend of ours. It was like her date, like the new dude that she was oh, hanging out with. And he got all thrashed. And like he was like. Ended up like throwing up all over himself in a quarter somewhere. So the dude got escorted downstairs. Yeah. Jeez. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a good wow. time. Wow. Uh-huh. We were pissed already. Wow. We were kind of pissed already that they put us in this weird room because the first time, because they had did it with Gil, because I was in the hospital. I was yeah. sick. So they did it with Gil. And then when we did it the second time, we did it on the main stage. And then that was the third time. And then they put us in this weird like upstairs in a room. It was like what? Some I think we played with some rock and Espanol band or some. I remember. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Wow. Good memory, bro. I forgot I, about that. I I think I forget how long Manny's been around too. Shit. I think I met Manny like in oh seven oh oh six. Well, if, if any if anybody's watched us at twenty eight West, he is the reason why we are at the twenty eight West. Shit yeah, he was the one that that he was, he was the instigator. Yeah. Uh oh, here's another. Ask him about how I almost ruined a wedding. Oh shit! See why? That's why she DJs, bro. No. So we were doing a wedding. It was a, it was a, it was a clusterfuck of a wedding, dude. It was at like in by Paula Casino, like Temecula, out that way. <laughs> and he got the list of the whole. Um, the he made a, a playlist and in, in the hard drive of all like the mother father dance the first dance uh, for some reason I don't I I can't remember correctly if the the hard drive like locked up and he oh couldn't no. get in something happened where he was like the song was like <gasps> and dude he's calling I, I think he called Anthony or 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 D, one of the DJ homies I know he called somebody and like dude dude like three two the song he got it oh my god me me and him are like like you you know that meme of um you know the 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 key oh b-rack yeah he called me back you know uh, that meme uh jordan peele where he's all sweating (laughs) that was him bro he was just like dude it was so and then it's in the summer in temecula it's like a hundred plus degrees. He said the song oh, the wasn't song was saving a- the right folder. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, it was 
Not yeah, like a letter, like a letter, like, oh no, it's in here. Cause I, yeah, that's right. B Rack saved all the stuff in a folder and he put it in the wrong folder or something. Oh, <laughs> that was God. great. Shit, but, dude, dude. but that, but the rest of that wedding, no, we killed. We actually, believe it or not, us and Manny saved that. That, that wedding was dying a slow death. Really? It, oh, dude, weddings are, yeah, it was like, wow. you, you know what it is? It was a, a, a a real anal bougie um, wedding coordinator. Oh, okay. That, wanted that's, to do this. It's like it's like dude, yeah. we, we've done the we do these so many times a year. Okay, I'm like, hey, well, just cut the check. I don't care. But it was man, that was a fun wedding though. Until they stole Johnny's drumstick bag, or they stole some shit from Johnny. What the fuck? Yeah. There's always yeah. something going on. Like the one time they broke into your car and fucking jacked a beautiful red Telecaster. The yeah, dude. No, 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 no. Wasn't it the red telecaster? Mm-mm. They stole. Um, uh, no, I got that one in my garage. They stole a custom made guitar that I got for my birthday from Larry. Oh, shit. It was the original fucker guitar. Yeah. Yes. That one's, that one, that one's still fucking. Uh, oh, shit. Chuck said Rod, Vinyl Hunt tomorrow. Oh, yeah. They jacked this drumstick bag. That's what Manny was saying. Mm-hmm. Fucking a, dude. Yeah. The well, the only other thing that's left for you to kind of discuss, and this is something that you can share with everybody. Give me your. I'm not going to say five. Give me your top three desert island fucking albums. I'd rather you give me five. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, all right, I'll give you five. Give me your five. Stranded on a desert island. Records. Albums. Even if it's a single on repeat. Here's number one. Right now. Oh, yes. Abbey okay. Road. That's number one. If you don't recognize that picture right away, man, I'm like, yeah. what would you be living under a rock, man? Oof, five okay. That, that I because three is really hard. It's it's, it's it's weird because like I could pick five from different genres of music. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, oof, okay. <laughs> Ron, say, you better say Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Dog okay. style. Dog is uh, Snoop Dogg. Uh, no, it's good. Uh, suavemente. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Elvis Crespo. So, yeah. So Abbey Abbey Road. Yeah. Um Operation Minecrime, Queen's Queen's okay. Telling you, yeah. man. Yeah. It's so many, but you gotta pick five. Okay. Okay, well we'll start with Abbey Road. Abbey Road, Abbey Road. is just the big from beginning to end. Oh yeah. It's totally. just ridiculous. Totally. Minecrime. Mind Crime to me is the best album made since 1986 to me. When it yeah. came out, I haven't heard, to me personally, I haven't heard an album better than that one. Um, oof. Man. Uh, I'll go with Number of the Beast. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Good choice, man. Good choice. Um, T- St- Farva said T.O.P. See, See, okay, yes, but the, which one? That's that's <laughs> the hard. It's in my head. Um, 
King Diamond, them, the album them from King oh, Diamond. Oh, them, yes, yes. Um, so what is that? Three or four? Yeah, that's you got one, one left. Oh, Jesus, it's a tough one, man. It is, it really, it really is. Um, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna, damn. No, because I have I have like three or four in my head. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll, okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my fifth, and then I'll give you a couple honorable mentions. Okay. So my fifth would be Frank Zappa's "One Size Fits All." Oh, nice. Because I could listen to that album all day. So my honorable mentions would be "Tower of Power," the East Bay Grease, which was their East first Bay album. Grease, yes. Um, Dark Side of the Moon. I mean, yeah. shit. Can't go wrong with that. I'm surprised um, you have not mentioned Pink Floyd once. Yeah, I so was a late so conversation. Pink Floyd. Yeah. I, I was very, I was very, you know, it's crazy. You know how I really got into Pink Floyd actually was Gil. Gilbert. One time at the studio, he was playing the song Dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, I, and I was like, dude, that's dope. Like, what is that? And the thing about it is like, I've always heard, I mean, I've always listened to Pink Floyd. It's like the Doors. I've always listened to the Doors. But I didn't really get into the doors till like the late nineties, mid to late nineties. When Vamos I started Juan Gabriel. <laughs> if I can't Vamos understand it, Noah, Noah. if I don't understand it, I don't listen to it. That's why I, <laughs> I, I, I'll be, I'll be. People are always like, "How come you hate rock in Espanol?" And I'm like, "Cause I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't. There's no. There's no. I can't. Nothing. I can't quite curl." Yeah, yeah. Uh, my other my other honorable mention is Dream Theaters, Images and Words. Images and Words, yes. That that one Enjoy. would be like, yeah. If I can, you know, what, what is it? Fa, fa, fania, Fania oh, All Stars. Yeah, but I don't. I just because I can't dance, so I kind of <laughs> just fake. <you> know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, now the, these questions here, um, they're individual members of, of individual members of, ba- um, uh, members of bands. Um, so I'll start with the main one, me being a vocalist. So give me your top five all time favorite vocalists could be in any genre. Okay. Okay. Any genre. That's- any genre. This one, this one will be, this is another hard one. Yeah. Because it might be a few some people don't know or so Ronnie James Dio. Ronnie James for Dio. For sure. Yeah. That dude right. might to me, I think he's the greatest metal vocalist of all time. You think That's so? That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. He just dude. Not yeah, not Rob. Pure, not Rob Helford. He'll be in my top five, but he's <laughs> no. So Damn, dude, this is harder than like yeah, I'm Ronnie, like oh, well, Ronnie James Dio is a great pick, man. That would be my my first one as well, too. So Steve Perry by all day long. Oh, yeah. And here's here's the thing, man. You I, I'm gonna I'm school some people on journey right now. Okay. Stop listening to Don't Stop Believing. Like, if you really want to get deep into journey, yeah. Really, there's so such great tunes out there, like yeah. Man, we used to do we, we did this song called Sweet and Simple. Sweet and Dude. Simple, man. That's a jam. Man, man. It, it's his vocals. It's, it's 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 a lot more than the open arms crooning, mm-hmm. you know. He's a he's a legit, legit singer. Like, yeah, he you is, can't bro. You, you know. 
So, okay, you got Dio, Steve Perry, Jeff Tate, Queensryche. Jeff sure. Tate, all, yeah. He could still sing, man. Yeah, still good. Fuck, man. That was that was the first live, probably the first live singer where I was like, you fucking yeah. kidding me right Ridiculous, now? Ridiculous, right? But Dio, Dio, Dio was also that guy. When yeah. I saw Dio, I was like, wow. Okay, so we got... Ronnie James Dio. Dio. Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate. Um, what did I say? Oh, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Okay, these last two get difficult. Mm-hmm. So. Man. Okay, going back to Find Your All-Stars, Hector Lavoe. Hector Lavoe, like, that dude's voice is, is, I mean, one, it's it's like the voice of my youth. That's what I, yeah. my grandparents, you know, being Puerto Rican, yeah. my grandparents, that's that's what they listened to. That was their Juan Gabriel. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was, I didn't know nothing about none of that madness. <laughs> you know, you had Edie Chacon at the crib. Oh, <laughs> bro. Tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> that, that was like, that was like Channel 22 and the squiggly lines. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that that's more of a, a personal thing you know like yeah, that was more yeah. like what i grew up on so i'll put him like 3b because that's a it's a he's just i have to put him in there <laughs> so all right so dio um steve perry jeff tape a guy named glenn hughes glenn, so glenn hughes. hughes he sang for deep purple like after in in the the mids early late after like the smoke on the water, that was Ian. Yeah. Okay. And then, then there was a guy. It was David Coverdale who was in White Snake, but the oh. other singer was Glenn. And it, I love David Coverdale, but Glenn Hughes for me was like still is that guy's like in his seventies and he still sings in original keys. No like shit. It's early. No, no need to fucking go half step down or whole step mm-hmm. down. Wow. So shit. Who would be number five? Um, hmm. Dude, it's hard. Got um, it. Stevie Wonder, man. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. All right. So. All right. So okay, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna do a little audible here. Okay. I'm gonna add a. I'm gonna add a sixth one because. Okay. This is like, I, I completely forgot, but it, it's it's you'll see, Stevie Wonder. Because I mean, come on, Stevie Wonder, but little Michael Jackson. Yes, little Michael Jackson. Yeah, little Michael. Ja- little Michael Jackson was ridiculous, bro. Like, I I, I listen to later stuff because of being yeah. in a cover band, we got. But dude, nothing touches little Michael Jackson, bro. No, he was phenomenal, man. He was. Dude, this keep it coming, but this is hard, bro. All right, so you're you're killing me. I'll go go to the next instrument because uh, you and I, you know, our first one of our first instruments were were drums. Um, so they give me, you, you're allowed one honorable, men, one honorable mention, right. one, but top five. Drummers? Drummers. Yes. Any genre. Okay. So, I mean, the obvious answers are going to be Bonham and Neil Peart. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and exclude them out Yes. because that's, yeah. that's, a. they, they like, shouldn't even be categorized in my, my opinion. They're yeah. just, that, that's a household that's like, name. That's for like, drum. That's like that's like Tommy's in In and Out, bro. Like yeah. they're, they're good to go. <laughs> good to go. It don't matter. It don't even matter. Yeah. Um, Stuart Copeland. 
Oh, Stuart Copeland. Yes. yes. The man, bro. Yes. Stuart Copeland was just like, he, he was, yeah, he was just phenomenal. Dude. I remember hearing like, um, uh, what's the song? Oh, uh, spirits, spirits in the material world. Spirit, yes. And I just yes. remember it's funny because we'll, me and Wit will joke with it and it's like, Where's the one? Because it's, it's <laughs> Sting. Sting also was no joke. No man. Sort of and he Stuart, played bass with Stuart. with his thumb, right? His thumb, yeah. Like <sighs> damn, like that. You know, thumb and and one finger, like That's James so Jameson. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland. David Garibaldi from oh, Tower Power. From Tower Power. Yep. Yeah. Um. Don Brewer from Grand Funk Railroad. Don Brewer, that's his name. That dude, bro. His snap, bro. Stupid, bro. Stupid. It's funny because I have some, I have a lot of Grand Funk stuff. And I think, you know, we all, we all are are a product of our influences. And I know Johnny's never, ever really heard Grand Funk. But yeah. I think he plays a lot like Don Brewer. Does so I want him? Does. I want him to actually listen to it more because he would be like that, like snap, like just like he was trying to hurt something. You know what yeah, I mean? call them the. So, they're they're basically knockout punches on 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 the kit, dude. Yeah. So Garibaldi, Stuart Copeland, Don Brewer. Um. Damn. He's got. There's one. Because I'm, I'm. Yeah. No. Because I'm thinking musical. I'm not thinking. I mean, I could go Vinny Caliuta or Steve Gadd. And, no, yeah. I'm thinking bands like guys yeah. in bands. Like, yeah. Okay. So I got two, and I got two more, right? Yeah. And one honorable mention. And one honorable mention. Yeah. Scott Scott Rockenfield in Queens. Scott Bay. Rockenfield. Okay. Because he was just. He's that good. He's the yeah. shit. Yeah, he's good. And the baddest of the bad man bill ward black sabbath <laughs> i was ready for that one, one. he's Can't he's my one. number one man yeah and then bill. my honorable mention would be ian pace from deep purple ian pace yeah because he's just he's funky he's yeah. grooving. how about some of the modern drummers like some honorable mentions some some newer guys anything that um, kind of anyone that kind of stood out to you abe abe cunningham abe from cunningham. deftones yeah yeah, yeah. Just the just the intro to um, shove it. Oh God! God done. Like two notes. Like it's so the clean. simplicity. Like is the I remember yeah. Flacco saying something like this back in the days. The simplicity is the is the, um, the most complexity of things. And I'm like, didn't dawn on me. But then listening to a play, yeah, it's easy to play on paper, but it's yeah. how you fucking play it. I love every drummer that the Mars Volta ever used. Oh, dude, man. From Thomas Pringen to... Um, what was that other guy's uh, name? The original dude. Um, the guy that played in, in Sparta, right? He's in... Yeah, but he's also... Now he's like in... And was He was in At The Driving, I think? No, At The Driving was the singer and the guitar player. Yeah. But the, the drummer... I want to say he was in... Damn, what oh, the man, fuck is his name? I forgot. It's been a while. Theodore. Some, something Theodore. Yeah. Something John okay. John Theodore. John Theodore. John yeah. Theodore, yes. That motherfucker's Theodore, bad, like, dude. Little, like a, had a little fro. Yeah. Bad. 
You never liked uh, you never liked Josh Freeze. Remember he was uh, yeah, he, he was, he's yeah. his session dude, like the Vandals and. Well, the shit he did with Perfect Circle was dope, man. I saw Perfect Circle's first show that they ever oh, did. Man, they they played a thirty minute set opening up for Fishbone at the Key Club. Oh wow! Yeah, they were the they were performing Club, for uh, for Sharon Osbourne was there. That's right. Oh, That's right. All right. Uh, what what about um? See a more uh, newer person that I I kind of like. Oh shit, this guy's pretty fucking good. Uh, Tim Alexander from well, he's Primus. Not new, though, That's well, he was new word yeah. to me because I was old, yeah. used to eighties drummers. Yeah, he no, brought a different flavor. I, I, I trust me, I was really upset when he got kicked out of Primus. But see, when, when I saw, Brian Mantia when came I, in. <laughs> but, but see, when I when I saw Perfect Circle the first yeah. show. He was the drummer. That's right. Yes, it was yeah. a Josh Freeze. Yeah, he was the original drummer. So it was like he was bad. Yeah. And the dude. last I remember because the last song they played was um, "Diary of a Madman." Oh like, wow! But, <laughs> so, but that—that's what I mean. That's what I mean from yeah. originals and covers. Yeah, like their originals were good, but yeah. they didn't grab me. They were like, yeah. "It's cool," you know. I, not that I want. I was waiting for them to do a cover. But yeah. when they did the cover, it was like a little more convincing to me. You know, it, it seemed like it almost seemed like they put more into that cover than they did to the originals. Oh, the know? Mars Volta. You're right. Fuck. Yeah. God. All right. So not to diss on the bass players, but no. give me I'm your top five. Culture. One. Give me, give me five and then one honorable mention. This one actually will be easier. Actually, really? Weird. It'll be. Yeah. <laughs> So the almighty geezer butler number one geezer, of course. Yeah. So there's geezer. Um, you got John Paul Jones is John Paul Jones. Bat, <laughs> yeah. Can't get any. And the dude wrote tunes, you know. Yeah, he did, man. You got uh we'll go Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Um Rocco from Tower of Power. From Tower of Power. And come on, bro. Come on. Show me the record. <laughs> Paul motherfucking McCartney, bro. Dude, it's it's so weird how he was the bass player oh, in the love. Beatles, right? Oh, love. Oh, love. But oh, he love. could play any he, I heard he could play drums too, but dude, he uh, okay. So just to give you a, a little useless information. <laughs> I, he he plays he played drums on quite a bit of Abbey Road actually. Yeah. He did he did the guitar a few of the guitar solos. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, there's a called the end. Yeah. He's doing like it's all three of them just jamming. He's, he's awesome, bro. I think he's like, one uh rock and roll icon that for sure if I were to even cross paths, I would get nervous, dude. I would not know what to say. Oh dude, I was I was nervous watching him play live. <laughs> I was I was like I was 15,000 <laughs> feet away from him. Was that so, the one you went with Wit? Uh, no, to he, Dodger went, Stadium, it was at Dodger Stadium, but I didn't go with Wayne. Oh, he, 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 he went, he went like two years ago. I went like six years ago. Five like years a, uh, your uh, yeah. Cunada's like, yeah, yeah, that was so I'm at Dodger Stadium and cried. Fuck, it was awesome. that spiritual, huh? Oh, dude, as soon as you hear, I'm not crying, you're crying. So, All right, man. Okay, so Geezer. So yeah. it was Geezer. You have an honorable mention. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what did I say? Rocco. Rocco. Geezer, Steve Harris, Paul McCartney, and 
What else did I say? Honorable mention, man. No, I'm missing one. Hold on. No, you said um, John Paul Jones. John John Paul Paul Jones. Jones. Yeah, John Paul Jones. So, honorable mention. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Give me some modern ones too, if you can. I mean, my favorite is Les Claypool from Primus. uh, My bottom two, bro. Really? I I don't. I don't like slap bass players, bro. Oh, it doesn't do it for me. Um, Damn. I like um. No one, there's nothing there's nothing no, new no getting lee like, man yeah but that's like obvious like yeah. that that's like that's like pert and and bonham it's like okay yeah, yeah the course, obvious of yeah, course. yeah 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 um sting dude sting was a bad motherfucker man no nah, my, my my honorable mention will be bootsy homie bootsy, bootsy collins yeah <laughs> Bootsy Dude, just, just listen. Just listen to the baseline on Sex Machine. Sex Machine, bro. Yeah, you can't go anything with James Brown. Dude, oh, Rick, Rick James is a badass motherfucker too, though. Yeah, yeah. That's I, that. That's how I, yeah. I'm like, oh shit. If I if if I ever wanted to do drugs, that would be the guy <laughs> I'd want to do it. Oh yeah. All right, like, I'm hey a- Rick, you, you all right? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Damn, my face is numb. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you the ultimate top five, and you this one you feel free to honorable mention after after that. Give me your top five guitar players, bro. You can include rhythm guitar players too; it doesn't matter. This one's hard for you because you are a guitar player. Yeah, no, I mean it's actually pretty easy, but I could I could pick ten. Like okay, you know what I mean like I in, in no particular order. Okay. Tony, I'll always be my number one. Tony, though. of course, yeah. One. Ace Freely. Ace. Carlos Santana. Oh, of course, dude. Terry Kath, the original Terry Chicago Kath. guitar yeah. player. Yeah. Um, ooh, Jesus. I'm trying to think of songs in my head like, oh, that's my shit. Um, Oh, Eddie Van Halen, of course. Eddie, okay. So that's um, five, but give me some honorable mentions. Because yeah. <laughs> the list goes oh, on. D- oh, dude. I mean, I'll give you, and I could go across the board. Yeah. From new, from old to new. Yeah. Like nowadays, you know, John Petrucci from Dream Theater. Of course, John is uh, a shit. Dude. Great teacher, John too. Five? Dude, John dude, Five John is five the is most incredible shit, guitar player out there right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guthrie Govan, that dude's ridiculous, bro. He's yeah, the one from um stupid uh, good. Who, who where where's he from again? He's I I I know he's like a solo dude and he's, he has a group called the, the Aristocats or something. I think so. He's uh he's European, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, from yeah, Belgium yeah. or some shit. Yeah, some shit like that. Like Norway. The newer Sweden, guys like that, that the newer guys where I, I go fuck. Yeah. People like that dude, Bumblefoot. Bumblefoot, um, I, I've seen him. I'm I surprised that. that you got into uh, what's his name from Avenged Sevenfold, Sinister. He's good. I mean, he's because a, I know pretty, his because I know his good. background. I know his yeah. background. His yeah. dad actually was the guitar player in Tower of Power, like in the '80s. It was right. Mm-hmm. That lefty too. Yeah, dude, and, that's just fucking crazy. Yeah, Zeke, Zeke, some shit. I forget what his name was. Oh no, no, Zachy, but, uh, Zachy Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's the le- his dad's name is Zeke. Oh, it's Zeke and Zach. oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. 
No shit, um, dude. I didn't know so that. <laughs> here, That's crazy. So, Useless facts of the rod. So, so the greatest rhythm guitar player of all time. Yeah. Who would you say? Rhythm, past and present. Yeah. Just. Uh, you can give me two. I would. Two. I would still say, as much as they want to categorize categorize him as a lead, Tony Iommi. Yeah. If you Tony want to Iommi. Go, yeah, his rhythm's great, but strictly rhythm guitar player. Strictly rhythm. Well, well number four. one would be James James Hetfield to me. Oh, you know, I forgot about him. He would be yeah. number two for me. Because yeah. for me, number one would be uh, Malcolm Young. Malcolm AC/DC. Young. ACDC. Okay. He, he was just rhythm personified. But yeah, yeah. James Hetfield. Yeah. Dude, he's the best metal rhythm guitar player. Yeah. He holds it down, dude. He's. I think he's better than Kirk Hammett. I can't yeah. stand Kirk Hammett. He wouldn't even be in my top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, I know guys in, tri- in Metallica tribute bands that play better than Kirk. Which My is true. In the Metallica Dream, will kill Kurt. Um, now, the other the guy greatest, would be, believe it or not, who? The greatest rhythm guitar player to me is Niall yeah. Rogers. Really? The baddest, bro. Really? Okay. All right. Do you do you, do you know who Niall Rogers is? Uh, no, I only know his name. I don't know what band he played in. I forgot. Okay. I'll, play, I'll play you what he's famous for. Okay. No shit. My guitar's out of tune. He also he, played um He played in that fucking group. Yeah. That's all Niall Rogers, dude. Fucking No shit. Let's dance, is now bro. Rogers. That's all now, Rogers. All, all the Madonna stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Rogers, Lucky Star, and all those tunes. Now, yeah. Rogers. No so fucking Rogers, shit. Nile Rogers' group was Chic, which yeah, Chic. Like, yes. Okay, that was him. He, in that. Yeah, he produced. Those Madonna, like, like a virgin and all oh, that. He produced that. I didn't fucking know that. He wrote another king of useless information here. He wrote um, the guitar line to um, Upside Down from Diana Ross. What? Yeah, that's his. That song was written for Barbara Streisand. What? And she, and she and she turned it down and they gave it to Diana Ross. And Diana Ross was like, but you wrote that shit for Barbara Streisand said, I don't want it. <laughs> Turned out to, it was, it was a huge little, did you know it was a huge hit, you know? Really? We are fam, like the song, we are family. Yeah. That's Nile Rogers. Dude, I'm telling you, he, I, I don't know. I've been watching that dude since I was a little kid. I don't know if I ever seen him do a guitar solo. Wow. <laughs> he just, he's sick with it. So now Rogers, Damn. um, then you have, you know, the obvious people like, yeah. Joe Satriani. And of Steve course, I. Joe, Steve, I, Frank, I mean, Frank Zappa. I even thought uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was a great rhythm player, man. Killer. All those blues dudes. Yeah. Were like, they had that thing with their hand that just, yeah. you know, I don't know what it but was yeah. about that. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, I could talk for 
I can give you a list of a thousand guitar players, but yeah. and it's funny because everyone that has been mentioned, yeah, has done something to, uh, uh, especially like somebody like Steve I, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember being a kid, like going to Tower Records and like, uh, you know, when he was in David Lee Ross band and Eat Him and Smile, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, I did. He was in David Lee Ross band. Uh, uh-huh. David Lee Ross band. Yeah. What yeah, was, the fuck, dude? That's so fucking yeah. crazy. Oh, that's an, another bass player honorable mention is Billy Sheen. Uh, oh, Billy. Yeah. And my and Michael Anthony from Van Halen. Oh, they had Mike Michael Anthony. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Without without his voice, it's not happening. Damn, that's so fucking crazy shit. See what? Well, you you went through that lightning, not even a lightning round. The fucking weathered yeah, that storm did pretty good, and you. You made wise choices, <laughs> and, and, and and I'm and I'm probably forgetting you know five hundred different yeah. ones. But I mean, I, I like guitar players and drummers and bassists for all for different reasons. Yeah, of course. You, you know, what I mean, it, it's like the reason why I like, and it's like not not necessarily that one's better than the other. Yeah, it's it's like um, Black Sabbath, like those yeah. first those first. Eight Black Sabbath out shit. Ten. We'll use ten. the 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 mob rules and heaven and hell. We'll, we'll yeah. add the Dio ones. That's like my Bible. Totally. Like that's I that's my more. that's that's my that's my musical scripture for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was that was a shit. Where I was like, okay. There's. It's funny because somebody asked me because they know how much I love Black Sabbath. They're like, yeah. is that your is that your favorite band? I'm like my favorite band but it's not my favorite live band mm. my favorite live band will always be iron maiden yeah you, you can't yeah. go wrong with maiden i used to, believe it or not man i used to love going to watch metallica like yeah. i i enjoyed but they just uh, lars bro i can't do it he's the, what would it johnny call him he's rough. the best worst drummer of I mean, all time don't, i don't and the only reason why it's the best is because of the stuff he came up with. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, 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 it worked and then trying to play it again, it's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like I've, I've heard some of the, um, some of the, the uh, acapellas of him playing and I'm yeah. just like, God, it's like a, a, a kid on, on Ritalin or fucking Adderall just banging on yeah. fucking drums. It's like, Oh yeah, shit, he, dude. He, he doesn't, he doesn't understand that sometimes less is more. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't need to fill up every little space with a tom yeah. hit or a. But you're the one that pointed out that I don't know if it was you and Johnny. He never repeats a fill. Oh, he does now. Well, yeah, because he has it all dialed down already. But like before, yeah. he never repeated a fucking fill. I'm just like, whoa! I never noticed that about that dude. So that's crazy. Yeah. Maybe. Not that I, I can point to... out, like, yeah, like strictly, like, oh, he did it again. No, it was always something different, the especially the on only, Justice only, for All. The only song I could think of where he keeps repeating stuff is something like Seek and Destroyer or Fade to Black. Yeah. But that's part of the song. Like, yeah, because that's how, um, you know, it's more it's more built around the, the, the guitar riff instead of, you know, the rhythm section. So because uh, that that like ride the lightning album let me ask you that out of all the metallica albums ride the lightning would you say that's your that, number one? Oh man 
what is your number one Metallica? That's the big argument I have with a lot of people. It, it, I, it's I, funny because I, I I know what my number one song is. What's your number one Metallica song? Just Disposable Heroes. Oh fuck, dude! Yes, yeah. that. Yes, and then right behind it is Blackened. That's like my second. Fuck favorite. yeah, dude! Uh, but but Disposable Heroes for for sure. Yeah, dude. I, I would. I'm telling you, but Claudia said Orion. That's a good one too. That's Cliff Burton and Orion, though, man. Yeah. I don't know if you got to see him play. I saw him. I saw him in, I saw him in 86. Yeah. I hate you. I, I hate I saw you. Matt, I saw the first show on the Master of Puppets tour. And, was and, he um, that? He was amazing. Uh, he was that that guy, dude, I, that you're like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I saw. I remember Andy Scott Carina. Ian talking dude. about that. It was June 15th, 1986. Yeah. June 15th, it was, they opened up for Ozzy. Oh, that's right. They read the opening yeah. act, and Ozzy was like, yeah. oh, shit, these guys are giving me a run for my money. Dude, Master, Master of Puppets had just oh, come man. out. And I remember um, um, just listening to Master of Puppets, like, I hope they play Battery. Fucking opened up with it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they played it like at triple speed, oh, dude. They're on Chuck, fire, Chuck, bro. Chuck, Chuck put me in a seat, dude, with some Cracker Jacks and said, stay here. I'll be back. And that Wait was my introduction to Metallica. Wow. I was 11. I think I was, yeah, I was like 11 years old. Yeah. And then Ozzy. Ozzy yeah. was amazing. Jakey Lee. That was the ultimate sin tour. Oh, man. That's great. But what's your, yeah, what's your number one Metallica album, though? Oof. That's always the top I, I, I would say I would say from top to bottom, Master of Puppets. Because, Puppet. I mean... I, I love Justice. I love that album. Yeah. But but there's a couple songs on there I could do without. But as Master of Puppets, nah, there's no there's no dead weight on that album at all. The no. dead weight on that album used to be Damage Incorporated, actually. I never liked that song. Really? Until until later. Really? It's funny because I you know, I love Slayer. Love Slayer. Yeah. yeah. And of course Rain in Rain in Blood is <sighs> But I like South of Heaven. South of Heaven was yeah. my album. Yeah. I liked it slower, a little slower, a little more melodic. I mean, Rain and Blood is... How about Seasons in the Abyss? In the Abyss? Killer. Love yeah. it. Dude, I remember, I remember being in high school, having the cassettes. I remember having <laughs> cassettes. My Walkman had like King Diamond Abigail and like yeah. Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> the, Di- the Dice Man. Little Miss Mustard set on the toughest. Exactly. <laughs> I had like that first Danzig album, which uh, I can't stand Danzig. I I hate him. Did you, we are I, we, I, are, I, we are misfits uh, guy though. No, most no? most over. Oh, they're the most overrated band. I've you ever think so, heard. dude? They're merchandise, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're an image. They're they're, a, they're they're an image. Yeah, you know you know that's what that dude does, right? Oh yeah, Glenn. That's no 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 the. Who's the main guy? Not not Glenn Dad Doyle. Um, Doyle, yeah, that guy, the big dude. So, so what do you? Okay, he's the bass player, or is he the guitar? Player? I think he's a. I think he's a bass player, if I remember. Okay, so whoever the guitar player is, I don't think it's the original guy now, or is mm-hmm. is it when they toured? Not sure. I don't with think that, it's with, the right uh, the original that, guy. This is how smart that dude was. He went and bought all the rights to all the logos. When you go, when you go go to hot topic and you see crass or dead Kennedy's or misfits, DRI, any of that, he owns the licensing 
That is so, fucking genius. The band's dude. genius, bro. Genius. That guy makes millions. I'm pretty sure millions. he's he's set. Yeah, he don't need he don't need to play dance. He's, uh, uh, he's putting he's like, putting like four kids through college, bro. Fuck. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. To, to to me, the misfits were like, eh. It just didn't do nothing for me. Hmm. It, to me, that was that was the most over, especially like in high school. When, yeah. When, or probably high school for you, a little yeah. after after me, where it was like that was the the thing. Yeah. You know, like the mis oh, misfits, everybody had to have their, you know, their misfits gear, and I just yeah. I thought that was fun. Yeah, it's either it's either you were um you were a punker, you were a metalhead, you were a Morrissey head, or you were a I guess I would call it a um, alternative kind of K rock. Uh, and then there was, and then there, was, and then there was me, who was yeah. almost all. I I wasn't a Morrissey dude. I wasn't yeah. a punker. I, I I liked it as a musician. Yeah, yeah I, I, I oh, my shits are dying. Oh um, shit! Hold on, let me let me just use the let me disconnect to this real quick. Yeah, yeah go for it, dude. I forget how uh, how much charge. Yeah, yeah, I can. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I was, dude. I would, I would, I would listen to them, Lisa, Lisa, and Colt Jam, and oh, then wow. listen to Slayer. I wow. didn't care. Yeah, I was the same way, dude. Because that's, I mean, if I wouldn't, I think if I wouldn't have done that, I don't think I would know as many songs, and be able to be, do as much variety yeah. as you know we do because. I got to learn all that. So not, I don't learn it perfect, but. But were you with that, that, that kid with the crazy mixtape? Like I'd have like fucking, um, angel of death. I'd have like fucking, uh, something by MC hammer, old MC hammer. Like, then I have zap like, and Roger. And then huh. all of a sudden you hear like Amy Grant or fucking. Okay. That's, that's a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> she got like one song I like though, but like, like Natalie what? Bruglia, bro. I got it. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I was totally that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Only I because, would. like, musically, it, it just, you you already know, because you're that type of guy, too. Like, um, your variety is filled with music, bro. Like, if everything was the same and monotone all the fucking time, then dude, there wouldn't I, be, there wouldn't be no, no Rod Pantoja, dude. If I didn't have music, I don't, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I wouldn't want it. True that, man. True that. But yeah, I, I grew up, I, I, all the variety stuff. I mean, because of, I mean, I lived in Ballin Park. So yeah. you had, you know, we were rockers. We, we liked the metal. And yeah, all that. yeah, of course. You know, that was the first time I heard like mariachi and banda music. Yeah. And then you moved to, I moved to Colton and yeah. they were all Brenton Wood and, like ninety nine one fucking Art LeBeau talking to Charles and Paquema. <laughs> so that's classic. But I was, bro. but see, I, I, I'm down with that stuff too. Yeah. I, I went to a few of those Art LeBeau concerts. Saw They're pretty, I, I, yeah. Got it's my like a, Boogamon, you know? It's like a, a really sophisticated swap, uh, Santa Fe, uh, Santa Fe Spring Swap Me crowd. Ain't nothing sophisticated about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, should look. I'll, I'll close it with this. Um, I want you to basically. I know there's some dudes watching that are not commenting. I know they're watching because I'll get text messages after this. 
the, the I, we're going back to the original bands basically making the transition into becoming cover bands. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be one piece of advice if they are going to make this transition from being an original band, like you said, no one's knocking on their door, uh, wanting them to play uh, their original shit on clubs and, and whatnot. What would you highly suggest, knowing that you've been doing this for fucking almost, I would say, probably more than 20 years? Mm-hmm. Um, what was your best? What is your best advice to them? Like, hey, you guys are going through this transition. Be sure you do this. And what well, would the that first, be? The first question I'd have to ask is why? Because if you're doing it for money, right. stop right there. Okay. Because you're, you're going to chase it. That's the one thing, man. As, as successful as Steel Rod has been for 20 years, yeah, we, we, we earned the dollar. We never chased it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, of course, we, we want to, you know, we've, we did it the right way. Just like a job. You yeah. start here and you build, but we, we never like, you know, I'm, I'm not too cool to do a hundred dollar gig. Like, you know, right. especially if it's fun. Right. So I don't chase the money. But if you're, if you're doing it because, okay, you do one, you're going to think it's easy. Oh, I'll just start a cover band and I'll make a bunch of money. Doesn't, Bro, I get calls from people all the time asking me how we do it. And I'm like, mm. just put the work in, man. That's it. Learn and learn the good shit. And yeah. learn it good. You know, and, and work on don't be afraid to work on your vocal harmonies. And, you know, do your like when I do guitar solos, I do a lot of my own thing, but I'll use taglines. Like, there's no way I can do Hotel California and not do the end tagline. Yeah. It just would be stupid. So, you know, honor the tune, make sure you, you give it the respect it deserves, man, because people, people don't want to hear off the cuff renditions. They want to be, they, they want to know what they're listening to. Right. You know? exactly. Sometimes, sometimes it's cool to go left. Like somebody sent me this thing called jazz Sabbath. It was like a jazz trio doing black Sabbath. Really? Kind of like beat Talica. No, but see, that that's more parody. Yeah. You know, like close your eyes. You that's know, so that's, dope though. It was, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but see, you're not taking it serious. You're laughing about it. Yeah. With the jazz Sabbath, I, I didn't their arrangements were weird. It didn't some of it didn't sound like it. Yeah. But I got it. Like I was like, man, that's that's cool. Like there's that's another way to do a cover band. You keep your artistic intent going that yeah. route. You know, uh, my thing is is you know, I get, like I said, I get calls all the time. Like, Hey man, you know, we see you guys, you know, you're doing cruises and you're doing this and you're doing that. And it's like, yeah, but it, it just wasn't here. <laughs> you know, it's 20 <laughs> plus years in the making. Yeah. And trust me, bro. I did, I did five sets for 55 bucks, 60 bucks. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'll never do that again. But again, if that's what it came down to, that's yeah. how much I love to play. Like, I, I don't care. Like I'll play. Not, I'm not, that doesn't mean lowball my ass. <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, we're not cheap. No, and I'll be the first time in. Now we're, we're we when it's like you go buy a Bentley, yeah. You know you're walking out that lot with some shit. When you okay, hire totally. Steel Rod, you know you're getting the bang for the buck. Totally, That's it. Totally. And, and dude, we we can almost almost where we can say, dude, we're going to guarantee you're going to have a good time. Yeah. 
you know, in whatever situation, the, the, that's the beauty of the three of us is that we adapt really yeah. quick. Sometimes, hey, sometimes it's like pulling teeth, man. But yeah. you know what? We'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, as far as doing a cover band, man, it's like if you're transitioning from originals to covers, yeah, keep doing your originals. That's the first thing I'll say. Because, and if you're gonna if you're gonna treat it like a hobby, then do it. Like it's fun. It, it, it keeps your chops up. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, and and unfortunately, we're all in the same boat where we're not. Fuck. Whether it's covers or originals or tributes, we ain't gigging. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not happening right now, but you know, listen to everything. So what I do is like, you know, we, on our song list, we have 500 and change songs, you know? Yeah. So I'll go like, you know, 311. Okay. We do this one, this one, you know what? I want to add one more and I'll think of another cool 311 tune. I'll put that on a list. Cause I think we do, we touch on pretty much all the shit people our age want to hear. Like yeah. I'm not about to go learn Rihanna tunes because my crowd <laughs> is not Rihanna. No, it's not. You know, like people, Oh, you know, I, I like, Oh, you guys don't do any, um, like, fucking imagine dragons. <laughs> I'm like, fucking you watching Wreck-It Ralph or what? Like, you know, I watch it. Like two year old, but yeah. That's how I know who imagine dragons are because of, I'm surprised that you guys are even like, um, you guys got to know some Bruno Mars songs. Well, that's because it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you know, yeah. to me. That's, that's why I wanted to learn that stuff. Yeah. It was cool. I dug it. I still do. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's, I would say the most requested band we get that we don't do probably the killers. Killers. We get a lot of requests for that. Really? Eh, I could have cool. sworn you guys played one song. No, uh. um, and it's funny because you know, you know, our motto: we'll do thirty seconds of almost any tune. <laughs> you know, I've had, trust me, dude. I've had some interesting tunes called out, and really, sometimes because of all the king of useless information, I'll know, I'll know those. You know, you're like, okay, and, this goes like this. Yeah, I mean, I remember getting, you know, people try to be funny. Yeah. Uh, play the Carpenters. All right. I started playing the Carpenters. They're like, all oh, for real? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we always say, you know. Angela said, just like Mudvayne. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, I mean, that's pretty damn good advice, man. Because I'm not, I know a lot of them are, are hesitant to take that leap. And right now is probably the best time to learn songs, sure. especially if we have to be stuck it, it, at home. It's all about why you want to take that leap. Yeah, because if you're gonna if you're gonna do it strictly for money, yeah, good luck. It, yeah. it, it takes time, and and, and you know that you're one of because you know I look at it as in age brackets. Yeah, you got the dudes that are like twenty twenty six to thirty yeah. that are still are down to play the clubs, and you know they they got their eight string guitars and they're, they still want to rock out or they're all, now they're all indie and they want to be, you know, again, <laughs> bath house, what they call it? Bath house or beach house. Or uh, yeah. That was, that, that probably the second, the second worst live band I ever saw. Bro. Who was it? They're called beach house. Beach they house. Up, yeah. They opened up for, that no was an actual name. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck am I watching? 
I'm really, all, I, don't know, uh, I don't know if there's I don't know if there's still people watching or listening, but I, I want I'll give I'll give a minute to see if anybody could pick, and if you already know, don't answer. The worst live band I ever saw. Oh shit! I'll tell you who. I'll tell you mine. We'll get thirty is, seconds. Yeah. We'll get thirty seconds to see if anybody chimes in with anything. Oh wow! Let's see. No one yet. I'll give you mine. My worst band I've ever seen live, dude, believe it or not, was uh was Spine Shank, that hard rock band. From Ball and Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I don't think they had a good monitor guy. No, but see, you you're you're doing it because of sound. All right, I'm talking about the band. The performance itself? Yeah. Like oh, the shit, worst line. Like I like Damn. It, okay, let me just put it this way. I've never walked out of a concert except this one. Really? In in 30 plus years of concerts I went to. Me and me Cold Chamber. Pretty close, but no. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> That's that's the that might they're terrible. That, really, that's not the one. That's not the one I'm talking about. But what? And I'm gonna piss a lot of people off saying this too. Who was the it? worst live band I ever saw walked out? Sublime. Oh, really? Easily, easy. I went. No. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> they were. Awesome. Were they all? They were probably all high, man. I, they were terrible, bro. Fuck. That was yeah, at a high level. No way. The opening bands were the homies, the Skeletones, yeah. and Voodoo Girl Skulls. Oh, dude, Voodoo. And yes. those two bands, and, and Sublime had to follow those two bands. I was like, all right. And, you know, you had, I had the the, the Robin in the Hood and the 40 Ounces yeah. of Freedom. Yeah. Because Date Rape was just a hit. Like, it was. Yeah. People, it, dude, it was like the Doors movie when they're all yelling, "Light my fire, come on, play oh, light yeah. my fire!" They're all yelling Tate rape, and oh, they were shit. doing punk rock covers. They did mm. none of their own tunes, and then when they did their own tunes, I was like, "Me and Izzy went." I'm like, "Hey, bro, like, you want to jam?" <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> it was so bad, but yeah, Chili Peppers yeah. was another pretty bad one. Wow! But I gotta admit, when I did see Chili's with Dave Navarro, yeah. really good. Oh yeah, that that I heard the dynamic with with him yeah. was just was different. Hard. Yeah, because one hot minute was was the the album he did with the with the band, yeah. right? Yeah, Sublime yeah. was. Wow, dude, that's interesting. The weirdest the weirdest live band I ever saw was Lincoln Park because it was so oh. tracked that it was like they're locked in. Yeah. Was like, Whoa, like it just it yeah. was too phony. It was like. When it, it wasn't until later in their career that they yeah, used to Yeah, because I, I only saw bit. them on yeah. um, Hybrid Theory. Oh, yeah. They were young. Like, and, they were still yeah. wet behind the ears and good. Yeah, pretty much, dude. I'll tell you a funny story about a band that I thought would never make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little, did, little did I know. Oh, shit. I, went to, I remember going to one of those um, Warp, the Warp tour. Yeah. yeah. And it was at uh, Irvine Meadows. Yeah. So there was the main stage was here and there was another main stage. So I didn't, I knew nothing about none of that. I'm just, it was a free ticket rolled up. So I go to the, um, when one band ended, another one. Started. Yeah. You would go across like that. Yeah. yeah. So Ozo Motley, I think was the first band I saw. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, they're fun. Like, it was good. Then the next day it was like the Reverend Horton Heat. Oh, shit. I was like, the shit. Yeah. Came back, <laughs> the Deftones. Nice. Went back, it was the original specials. Oh, wow. And I was like, cool. And then it was like, say Ferris. I was like, yeah, okay. I'm going to go. I'll be back. So I go to the side stage and I see this band. They're like, singer has dreads and he's, and I'm just like, it just sounded awful. He's playing a djembe. And I was just like, what is this? Like, it didn't sound good. No. And then me and Izzy, about six months later, we go to see the Skeletons at uh, the Troubadour. Yeah. And it's, I go, dude, this is that band I was telling you about. I was like, what is this? You know what band that was? I know you know In- what band that was. Incubus. Incubus, bro. Oh shit! Like, That's when they were on that science uh, album. Yeah, I was like, "Fungus Among Us." Well, like, this band's not gonna make it, bro. There's call it uh, a day. But see, but they, you saw what they did. Yeah, you cut his hair, got pretty, put his little fucking ching on that was in his ear. Yeah, wrote sappier songs, you know. <laughs> Armando Vegas and El Nino. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one too. It's terrible. You you didn't like El Nino live? I, I didn't I didn't like any of that stuff. Yeah. Like I, I trip out. Like it, me and Izzy always have this thing. You want to talk like later bands? Yeah. Like I know you like Slipknot. I don't get it. I, I love Slipknot. Yeah. I'll tell you one band I I love though from that era was Hatebreed. I still love Hatebreed to this me day, too. man. That was yeah. a great band. Yeah. But then I just like it's funny he had mentioned Cold Chamber. They were cool. Like it didn't. Yeah. It was it was like kind of all that same thing, you know what I mean? Like it all, yeah. like I never liked System. I never, I never. I still well, what about what day. about Fear Factory? Because Dino was a badass guitar player. He still is. It was the first. I didn't like when it got like really industrial. And yeah, like uh, that's why like, I kept gravitating towards the Deftones. Yeah, for sure. And then around the fur came out, and it got still heavy, but definitely some mellower sides. Yeah, and then by White Pony, I was oh, I checked yeah. out. Yeah, checked. really? Yeah, I was like, I'm done. Oh, man, that was, that was so beautifully crafted, though. But I, I knew they were going to lose fans with that album. Oh, dude, I'm going yeah. to go back to an old question. I just something popped in my head right now. Does uh, Desert Island albums? This is another honorable mention, but I might actually take one out and put it in, and people are going to laugh at me. They're going to be like, "Oh, come on." Jagged Little Pill, bro. Alanis Fuck Morissette. yeah, Alanis Morissette, dude. That, that album, By that far. Album is one of the greatest written albums, period. My my audio ment- mentor, Francis Buckley, who's Quincy Jones's engineer, he said he was part of that, that recording crew. All those were demos, bro. Yeah. And they wanted to be in a fucking album. I'm like, shit, she was that. That's when Taylor Hawkins was a drummer. Yeah, I saw the him fucking Foo Fighters a few times. It's crazy because the opening another band from the was that the nineties? That's the nineties, yeah. right? Yeah. The yeah. opening band when I saw her in concert was garbage and they were great. Oh, dude, man. Well, Killer Butch band. Vig, bro. It's fucking Butch Vig's creation. Killer dude. Band, bro. And Shirley Manson just added yeah, the were, image. Yeah. But fuck, man. Those so I mean, could, I was picky about those nineties bands too, because I was just all over the place. But we could do we could um, do a whole other podcast on concerts. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be the next one, dude. Fuck yeah. I've been but, I've been to thousands. No, you got you. We need we need a, a special edition concert yeah. edition with with Rod shit. But hey, man, 
thanks for being on. Thanks for having me, brother. It was it was about time I got you by myself, dude. So um, I didn't bore everybody. No, no, dude. But, but again, let's remind everyone about Wednesday since Wit dropped in. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. live stream. Uh, virtual tip jar will be up too. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be sure to re- remind everybody about it yeah, and we'll, then we'll post, get, we'll get post a promo. Something most likely tomorrow morning. And yeah, you know, dude, you know how we do I, it all requests, call it in. Let's do it. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. And um, yeah, thanks again for being on, man. I appreciate you. Um, Again, uh, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for for engaging. Uh, We'll see you guys soon, and we'll do a follow-up. Peace out. All right, peace. My brother.